Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Put down your rifles and eat up your trifles, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Bella, and Pete Donaldson's here. That's it. That is That's it. all we got. Oh, shit. We've got, <laughs> we've got rid of the dead wood. Yeah. We've got rid of the bar-offs. <laughs> the men drier than Brendan Rodgers' lips. They've gone. And this is all we've got. Hey, with a, with the all wet that, work. We're the wet work. With all that dead wood out of yeah. the way, what kind of fire can we conjure up? Loving it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Luke and Jim are away. They've gone. They've gone. Uh, Jim is in Japan, he's, he's, which sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Uh, did the you, sort, of, sort of business I get up to. Did you pass his name on to them? <laughs> did, yeah, you need to take a look at this, lad. He's a, he's a prospect. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke, well, you all know where Luke is. Uh, is Luke in America? Living maybe. in America. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Let's get on with it. There, shall we? Yeah. Um, let's trudge through it. <laughs> uh, Celtic Football Club have had to send letters to season ticket holders in the main stand at Celtic Park as people have complained of body odour polluting the stands. Jesus. That's, that, is, that is a sad indictment. <laughs> And I know you're a little bit pro-Rangers, Marcus Speller, and you, you chose a, a little week where nobody was in. 
to, to have a go at the Selig fans. Literally just calling them smelly. I never said that. Not having this. I'm not pro Rangers anyway. All right, you got a soft spot for them. How do I've been to see them more times than Celtic. That's what you're okay, basing that's that on. That's what I'm basing it on. Um, <laughs> uh, neither of them. I mean, some say that Celtic and Rangers are grand, but the boys in Maroon are the best of the land. There we well, go. Not that weekend they weren't. Um, <laughs> apparently, the smell um, is so bad in, uh, in in these certain pockets. I'm guessing of Celtic Park. It's actually impacting the match experience. This is. I mean, football fans are not known for their sweet smellingness, but no, it's especially just... since the smoking ban as well. <laughs> actually, no, you can still smoke on the uh, in the stadium, can't you? No, I doubt, doubt it. Can you? I doubt that very much. Maybe we should bring it back in. <laughs> I've, the, the, I've seen people do it at polls. There's a, <laughs> fine. Who's going to tell you off? It's not a Premier League club or a no. Premiership club. Well, the club are therefore asking fans to make sure personal hygiene is up to scratch. That's a bit piss poor that you're having to ask people to do that. But there we are. I've got someone I know who runs a pub, and he had to ask one of his patrons to, uh, you know, just have a shower and stuff. How depressing is that? How, how do you even start to broach that subject? <laughs> mano a mano. <laughs> It's hard, isn't it? You say, bounce a wow wow, and you go in from there. Uh, how would you solve the problem of stinky supporters, Peter? Uh, I know we got a fill time, but we ain't going to do it here. There's other things to get on with. So, ball full of um, Glade plugins for the warm up, so people can just take pot shots. Nice. Lukaku, he obviously booted the ball at a lady. She'd smell nice if the ball was full of uh, Glade plugins. Down in Southampton, that yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, no pepperamis on sale. Ban the pepperami. That's or anything to do with body odor, Anything is it? meat. Now, if you eat too much meat. If you go for red meat all the time, the burgers, the pies, the steak and kidney pies, it's going to have an effect cumulatively. I think you've got to hit them in the home. You hit them in the home? What do you mean? Well, as in, if you're going to ban that on the terraces, it's not going to make a difference. The damage has already been done. A big hose full of barbicide. (laughs) And now you're talking. Now you are talking. That stuff they put combs in in the barbers, just fire at them before every match. Good. Lovely. Lovely old job. Mm. I put the players of the club who have received bans for any reason at all right in the lose selling squirts of cologne and deodorant you know for a club oh, like you get in clubs. if you want to get some freshen up yeah yeah those like guys in a club or in a bar these yeah. days you know they have them everywhere have them everywhere. <laughs> um, and the fans would most likely pay because you get to talk to a player yeah exactly Imagine if you walk in the bog and Rain, Wayne Rooney's there selling stratos uh, blue stratos <laughs> do you want some old spice do you want some <laughs> <laughs> a fragrance is coming <laughs> yeah. That was off his, uh, off his advert. That was he could, he could, Most of them hawk perfume anyway, don't yeah, exactly. they? Yeah, so exactly. Easy peasy. Now you're talking. Yeah. Um, We've done it once. Paco Raban. The Million pla- Fragrance for Men. That oh. was a long time ago. Lovely old job. You've still got your bottle. <laughs> it's a different bottle. It's a different bottle. I'm about five bottles in. This is an intervention. This, this news story doesn't actually happen. It's an intervention because you smell. Oi. Don't wish the others back for me, all right? <laughs> now, the player, they won't like it because you're in the toilets having mm. to having to do the, that, that kind of job. So they'll get their disciplinary record back on track. They <laughs> okay. won't want to go back in there. And you can make a few quid, maybe donate it to charity. Perfect. Everything covered here. Yeah? Yeah, are love you, your job. Are you giving me the points, I Peter? think I am giving you the points, Marcus. Yeah, lovely. Oh, let's kiss. <laughs> now let's just do it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just men be men. I'll pop pop my little claw on your yep. on your thigh. Mm. Let's just let's just let things happen. Diggory Donaldson. Let's just let things happen. Or in this week's news, Piggery Donaldson. You be the pig, I be the prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, talking of pigs, West Ham. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they were a stinker, weren't they? Oh my Not goodness. West Ham. The Bil- other team, Man City. Billich masterminds. Another superb away result. They've won at the Emirates, Anfield, the Etihad. He's loving it. Oh. I mean, it's better to be a travelling supporter, I think, <laughs> yeah, for definitely. West Ham at the moment than uh, be one at home. He said that winning was like going to a pub full of girls, <laughs> which I think is lovely. Yeah. Jukebox full of Robert. Exactly. Oh, lovely. Robert, that's the band. That's his band. Do, that's we, his know, band. do we know if he's still in the band? 
Well, I don't know. I think you just kind of float in and float out. I think he's like the um, fifth member of Take That. He can just oh, come in like, and come out when he where, likes. Where, where, what, yeah. Bobby Williams? Whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. They're down to three members, though, these days. Are they? Okay. Get with it, Grandad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, West, this is sensational stuff. It really is. Because if they can sort out their home form, they'll bloody win the league. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely sensational stuff. But there, there is something um, in that, though, with, with Billich. The, the, the trick is for him to win games, especially at home, that they're expected to win. Mm. It's all very well setting up... Well, I say all very well. It's a hell of an achievement setting up against a, a much better side. But you know what you've got to do. Although one thing that was impressive about West Ham is they still attacked. They didn't just park the bus, as we said. Yeah, they did when they, they had the 2-1 lead. But they still attacked. They still created chances. Got a couple of goals. Nice to see Victor Moses as well. They, they just seem to move and sort of show for each other. <laughs> Tompkins and Reed. it all kind of started with them. And they just... Mm. Kept, every time they laid off the ball at one another, they just run, which is... I know it's basic stuff, but it's just like... They never stopped supporting one another, and it was beautiful yeah. to see. Do the basics. Yeah, well, apparently, um, Slavon Bilic's um, long ball average, or certainly long pass average, mm. is um, higher than mm. um, Sam's was last uh, season. Lovely. One in the eye for the West Ham supporters. <laughs> Did Big Sam tell you that? <laughs> in a pub full of girls. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, but they're winning, Sam. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, lad. But, yeah. th- but it was a good performance from certain players on the Man City side. I think um, De Bruyne looked, De Bruyne looked fantastic, in, in, in spite of the win. He was really good. He's like silver, but like really quick. Yeah. And really, his corners were great as quick well, silver. which I thought. Quick silver. Yeah. Silver. Uh, it, it shouldn't be underestimated how important like uh, the dead ball stuff from uh, from corners is. But the, I mean, there really is no excuse for teams like Man City saying, well, we had company and silver out. They should be able to put these kind of slightly easier teams to bed, I think. Yeah. But then we might see this from Billich's teams. Yeah. Well, they're, you know, they're making everyone look very normal. Well, maybe that, maybe that is the that is his little trick, isn't it? To go away from home and play wonderfully well, mm. uh, get a few of these results. Make sure you get a few of these results, and then the rest of the season you can kind of coast through. Yeah, but you remember those three wins. First goal, though. Oh. I mean, goodness me. I mean, Mang- Mangala could have gotten a little bit closer, but yeah. he just squeezed it in. I had no idea. It wasn't coming really. Mm. I think I think he thought he would have to take a good few more steps before he unleashed that. <laughs> but what a hit! I know. Beautiful. I mean, Mangala did save a goal late on. Sarko, but but I think Sarko and a lot of um, West Ham players did have a lot of chances to get involved and uh, and score a goal. I mean, yeah, exactly. People said, oh, but on another day City could have scored four. Mm. Another day West Ham could have got <laughs> a couple more. I think that's that's what we're saying here that it isn't just a case of oh yeah they've they've shut up shop they've defended really well which they did mm. but they've also shown a bit of attacking flair and made a few chances. Man City season once again will live and die on Aguero's how good Aguero is. Aguero yeah. missed canny few chances mm. in that match. He just kind of firing wide or he, he had a, a, a kind of like a set two with a goalkeeper at one point just yeah. kind of trying to lash it um, at point <laughs> blank range past him but when Aguero misses Manchester City invariably don't do very well so well, he's, he, I mean people are saying they've rushed him back from uh, that knock he took against Crystal Palace maybe <laughs> if you're a bit worried Put on Boney. <laughs> no. I mean, it's not a bad replacement. He's not having a good time, but to be fair, yeah. he's second in command, isn't he? So he's, he's not going to have a lovely time, is he? <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so two home losses on the bounce for, for Man City, you, you know, counting the Juventus one, of course. Um, but yeah, very surprising. But it's mm. good to know that uh, you, you didn't want Man City to just run away with it. They hadn't conceded, they hadn't lost. 
And then it's like, right, just remember, <laughs> this is the Premier League, all right? This is the best Any, league in the world. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's just kind of come to this kind of midpoint where uh-huh. everyone can beat everyone else, mm. and invariably they do. So it is about five seasons too late, the most exciting league in the world. Yep, that's right. <laughs> it's always anything can happen, but one of the best team always wins. Yeah. Like the biggest, the best the end. At the end of the season, the best team will win. That's right. Generally, well, the league table has yet to lie to us, has it not, Peter? That is true. Apart from that season, Newcastle went down. Yeah, Still and, trying to get to the and, bottom of that and fib. Syria. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, a lot of uh, porky pies going on there. <laughs> Come on, that's enough. Oh, we've got an email here uh, from uh, Ian Reynolds, and he's saying this is about Manchester City, specifically one of their wingers. Mm. Hi guys, don't suppose you have any idea why Jesus Navas isn't homesick anymore? <laughs> I don't, Ian. Who wouldn't miss Planet Sexy? <laughs> Who wouldn't, <laughs> quite frankly? I yeah. mean, with the greatest respect to where he lives now, yep. it's not Planet Sexy, is it? Are you saying Seville? <laughs> was it Seville it was down Seville, there? It was Seville, yeah. Yeah, down that way. Yeah, mm, That's true. No. I've, I've been down there. Still not Planet Sexy. They thought I was one of the locals. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't oh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's probably... They probably gave him a goal, but not goal bonus. But they probably gave him a bonus of some kind. Yeah. I mean, if you play and stop talking about how homesick you a are, non-homesick bonus. <laughs> if you stop talking about home, we'll send you home more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. You know, that answers your question. Um, Chelsea, though, they're back mm. to winning ways. Um, and Diego Costa <laughs> back to his old self. A Par- masterclass in belligerence. Lovely. Wonderful. It was, wasn't it? When I- he's when he's not involved in any teams that you like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got a soft spot for Arsenal, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, wonderful, <clears throat> beautiful work. It's it's so funny, isn't it? People have been spectacularly offended by that man. <laughs> I just think it's it's not he's not going out to harm anybody. He's just going out uh, to one- yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? When did he do that? Not like injure someone. He's he's been digging left, right, and centre. He, he, ever since he joined the Premier League, he's been dig, 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 <laughs> Doctor Diggery. <laughs> no, but okay. In the, specifically in the Arsenal game, he didn't go out to injure anybody. You know the. Little, a slap in the face has never injured anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he scratched a man's neck. Oh, that's all right. Do you remember the Super Fair Animals um, single, The Man Don't Give a Fuck? Yeah. And that, it had Eric was... Cantona. No, 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 no. It was um, oh, the former Reading Cardiff City player. Was it not Eric Cantona? Didn't no. they replace it Eric, with Eric Cantona jumping into the stands and kicking someone? Oh, maybe they did. Uh, I re- seem to remember a release of that. All I'm saying is re-release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Diego Costa on the front page. <laughs> that Kurt, would work. Kurt Zuma came out after the match and said, <laughs> uh, and called him a cheat. <laughs> that was amazing. So he plays for your teammate, Sharp. Well, yeah, it was it was a, a lovely bit of work from uh, Zuma in the um, in the post-match interview. I forget Zuma which. was being Kurt. He was very Kurt. He was very Kurt. I like that. Yeah, he was, he was being interviewed. And he just said, "Well, we know Costa likes to cheat a lot." And then today, <laughs> or was it yesterday? They, uh, the Chelsea spokesperson came out and said, "No, no, 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 it's uh, that, that's uh, not what he meant." He, he English is <laughs> his first language, you know. I'm thinking he speaks English very well. He knew exactly <laughs> what he was saying, and you've had to cover up his little mess there. But I mean, you know, early on, it seemed that um, the, the Arsenal, even if they were down to ten or even nine, they weren't losing the match on that count. Maybe nine, but uh, they weren't losing the match on that count because you can see from the first few minutes. Had had the making of like Bellerin, mm. and and Costa's got previous with Paulista. These things are always going to happen. Yep. So it's it's down to I don't know Arsenal's tactical naivety that allowed mm. it to carry on. <clears throat> just, and 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 we knew that was going to happen though. They had a set two last time. Yeah, I think <sighs> I, I, but this is it. You, you're exactly right. We know it's going to happen. <laughs> It's happened so it before. Happens. It, it will happen again. <laughs> it will happen every week if if, uh, if he plays. So therefore, you can prepare for it. Yeah, you know what he's going to do. 
Why then get wound up? I know Gabriel and Costa have had a little bit of previous in La Liga when uh, Gabriel was playing for Villarreal. Mm. And obviously Costa was playing for Atleti. But, but th- so therefore you know how he's going to play. Yeah. To be fair to Koscielny, when he did get the little slap in the face, he didn't actually react. Yeah. And that's the way to deal with it. Unfortunately, Gabriel just thought, right, shot this, you I'm ju- going you, in. You've sometimes just got to trust in the referee and... and, and if he doesn't get his just desserts there, he'll get retrospective punishment. Which and he I am, has. And I imagine... Oh, is that what it's yeah, saying? Yeah, he has. I mean, right. they might appeal that. Yeah. But that's exactly what, he, what he's done. But don't... I always rem- admired... Kick what- out? When's a kick out ever? ever? <laughs> Nobody's ever went... You kicked out really well, then. And, and you kicked out yeah. and, and you won the match because yep. of all that kicking out you did. And Nobody says if, that ever. And if you're trying to injure the man, no one's ever got injured for a kick for out. For a kick out, Not no. We condone that. Oh, just... I, know, I-, I can understand the anger yeah. in his heart and his soul mm. and his feet. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh man, it's never solved anything. Yeah, but I, I, I did always like it. What Roy Keane, what Roy Keane said um, with the incident with Alan Shearer at St James's Park mm. when they had a little bit of argy bargy and Keane got sent off because he he tried to flick Shearer in the face and I think his finger caught his forehead or something. Mm. And there's a lot of forehead to be caught there. <laughs> and uh, Endless. He, he could have, he could have been pointed at a seagull yeah. flying over and he might have clipped him. <laughs> but uh, he said afterwards. He said, what was the point of that? He said, I didn't even... If I'm going to get sent off, I might as well have properly hit him. <laughs> yeah, and OK. <laughs> so was he angry with himself there? Yeah. Right. He was angry that he didn't lamp him one. <laughs> Which is classic Keane. Never mind. No one's safe, not even him. Not even himself, from, from his own, <laughs> own wrath. But, uh, but yeah, back to Costa. I think that... I, I, uh, <laughs> Mourinho knows exactly what he's doing. Arsene Wenger was obviously unhappy after the game. Mourinho sat back in the press conference. Well, I thought he was man of the match. <laughs> Such a piss take. Oh, the, the linesman was much closer than what? Than the cameras. And I, then talking Mourinho about? started comparing football to rugby and all sorts. Oh, just yeah, yeah. tangling it all up. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. Again, we know what we're going to get from him as well. <laughs> Jeez. But that was. But Mourinho, he's almost sort of taken Ferguson's reins, hasn't he? From the old. Wind-ups and uh, yeah. and mind games because in, in Gerard's book, which has been serialised, I think in the Daily Mail, a lot of um, uh, quotes and extracts are from that. And and he talked about Rafa Benitez and how some of the England players for, play for Manchester United said that Ferguson, when Benitez came out and started ranting and raving about mm. Ferguson, Ferguson walked into the club and went, "Oh, I've got him!" He's <laughs> <laughs> given it all that. Yeah, um, and you can just imagine that Mourinho's doing that. I mean, Mourinho said, "I don't think Alex Ferguson's had the start that Mourinho's had this season ever." I think has he? Oh well, in the first three years he might. Uh, yeah, all right. You have to go back to yeah, the he probably wasn't doing a lot of hand rubbing then, though, was he? <laughs> um, but I, it does kind of. It's, it's sort of the same old with Arsenal. You hear Wenger moaning and saying this, that, and the other. You just think you, it's avoidable. Mm. It is avoidable what, what's going on. It was a couple of little bits and pieces. And I, th- I th- do you think the press are a little bit harsh? I think it was Amy Lawrence on Match of the Day Extra on BBC. I think it was her who was saying that if Costa was maybe British. Would he get so much stick and outrage? Because if we've seen this kind of behaviour from Shearer, Duncan Ferguson, no, you know, John I think, Harson, I think or is that, is that a bit? no, I think okay. the Joey Bartons and the of this world get just as much as as Costa, so, and Barton's, it doesn't help that Costa looks Barton's like breaking a the law boy. though, Pete. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> there were certain times when him, I don't know, Craig Bellamy was giving in slight digs and stuff like. There's yeah, been true, players true. around. I mean, thinking about it, a lot of them playing for Newcastle, but um, <laughs> Lee Boyer, um, <laughs> David Batty. Oh God. Um, 
You can do a bit of fight like that at the moment. I don't don't think there's anybody that could uh, level um, xenophobia at this point. Okay, fair enough. He's a shit. Come on. Yeah. But he's a shit shit. He's a lovely shit. He's a lovely little shit. Oh, he's a lovely old shit. He is. We've got an email from Alfred who's Mm. saying, would you rather fight a horse-sized Diego Costa or a hundred duck-sized Diego Costas? Right, I know we're trying to fill time because there's only two of us, mate. (laughs) But... Not now. All right? all right, fair enough. You know, Marcus, any day of the week, yeah, I would get involved in that question. <laughs> it's not happening this week. All right, I go for the horse. I'm trying. I'm, I'm having to be serious, Alfred. I'd go week. for the horse. All right. Um, speaking of nonsense, Garth Crooks. Wow, that was wonderful. He's wasn't had it? a good couple of weekends of it, hasn't he? He's having a lovely old time. Mm. Um, fresh from last week's chat about perfect hat tricks, <laughs> um, he wasn't in any way impressed. With, uh, with the referee no. in the, the Chelsea-Arsenal game. He said, Mike Dean is a good referee, but he's got one problem. He wants to be the star. By the way, it's worth checking this video because even in my best Garth Crooks impression, it won't get near to the cadence of no, what's going No, he's on angry. His eyes are like bursting yeah. out of his head. It's uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, <laughs> and he's really starting to get on my nerves. That's what <laughs> Crooks he said on the BBC. He's spoiling games. It's not about you, Mike. It's about the game. People pay good money to come and see the game, not for you to get over-officious like a petulant school teacher. Oh, yeah, that classic phrase, petulant school teacher. Yeah. We all know that one, don't we? Took some prisoners there, didn't he? <laughs> if I was Mike Dean, I'd say it's nothing officious. <laughs> um, Let's nip this in the stem. Marcus, yeah, indeed. we're going to get phrases wrong. Did you, did you, did you think that Cazorla should have been sent off? Um, it was I'm, actually a nasty tackle on Fabregas. It, it was, was a nasty tackle, but I think sending him off is akin to setting about Bambi with a lump hammer. It's not nice. <laughs> Nobody else to see it. He's too lovely. He's such a lovely chap. Dem rules are dem rules. Dem rules are dem rules. You know the score. Yeah. Um, I'd hate to pour hot water on his tackle. <laughs> indeed. Um, uh, Terry was on the bench. What do we make of that? He's very slow, and Arsenal are very fast. Yeah. Well, so makes there's, perfect sense then. there's the decision there, I think, Okey I fear. Okie dokes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mourinho, he was a, he was a, he was a lot happier. Are we going to touch on um, Garth Crooks' team of the week? Oh, yeah. Hardy and Hazard uh, wing-backs, were they? He, he basically just um, took all of the scorers and the good performers up top this weekend and mashed them into a forward line. Yeah. There was like six of them. What were we top. playing? Four zero six. It was there was three at the back, <laughs> one in the middle, and the rest were just strikers. Three one six. As a fan of nineties Kevin Keegan, I endorse this. Yeah, matches, absolutely. But, you know, I, I, I can't get enough of that. The entertainers are back <laughs> in Garth Crooks' <laughs> mental mind. They've manifested themselves through Garth Crooks' uh, yeah. opinions. Goodness me, lovely job. Right, come on, let's talk about Newcastle United. It wasn't a good match, was it? No, no, it certainly wasn't. Um, they lost at home to Watford, one two. There was no structure. The movement was weird. Once again, as I've said, I think I said this about two or three weeks ago, youngest team in the league. I just think when footballers uh, are young, they know how to cross and shoot and do your stepovers and do like the cool stuff. Mm. But I think sometimes fitting into a system and learning how to operate within one of those, there aren't enough old heads in that team. It's Colacini. Uh, and Sissoko's like 26 and he's like the mm. next oldest player everyone's under 25 in that team and yep. there's no structure and they don't listen couple that with the fact that 
Steve McLaren isn't Alex Ferguson and no. Torvin isn't Ryan Giggs. Yep. Like, we're looking at a team that a little bit rudderless. But and neither are John Carver. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, and also, like, the club, they buy young and cheap and they sell after a few years. So players like Teote, Sissoko, if they don't get their money or their prestige move outside the window, they just don't bother, you know. When it comes to, like, December, mm. Sissoko will fancy it again because, you know, he can get a move to, or try and get a move to Champions League club that he keeps on barking on about. But mid-season, he just doesn't give a toss. You'd love to get Charlie Austin in January. It's not even the strike. It's not even Cissé. Again, he's 31. No, 30, I think Cissé is. Cissé's completely um, exposed up top. He's not a target man. He's never been a target man. Mm. It was the same problem with last season with Alan Pardew just knocking balls at him. He couldn't grab hold of them because he's not He's not very tall. He's not very imposing. Don't he's not big. <laughs> Any excuse, quite frankly. <laughs> but when you've got a crowd sort of baying for McLaren to bring on Rolando Aarons, a 19-year-old released by Bristol City a few years ago, yeah. to create something, a ball into the box mm. or something, you've got problems. And, and we've invested in certain areas, but the system is is all wrong. I, they're just they're just playing shapes, and there's no penetration at all. I thought this. <coughs> excuse me. I thought this was going to be a ridiculous suggestion. Now you've said all that. I don't think it is. Apparently, Mr. Amiobi is is having a chat with Wolves, 33-year-old Charlie Amiobi. I'm thinking to myself, with all this stuff you're saying, should they bring him back? Well, the way they're playing, yeah, probably. But there's someone who knows the club inside out, who an older head hopefully could pass on some experience. I mean, has it come to that? There's not a lot of experience in that team, and the slightly older players have got their eyes elsewhere for me. Well, well, McLaren, well, well Louis, Louis Taylor uh, did, did note in the Guardian that um, Colo might be better served as a defensive midfielder. Not massively averse to that. We got a couple, but Colo's not very good as a defender at the moment, and there's no point in sort of building a partnership with, with Mbemba because Colocini's ancient now and he's really, really slow. Mm. So it might be an idea. I don't know. Good but, God, but do if anything. You, if you're, but this is the chat, though, isn't it? If you're saying. Colaccini should become a defensive midfielder for Newcastle. That shows that. Well, especially after you spent fifty million in the in the close season, and, and we've paid money yeah. for defensive midfielders. And Colla just had another match where he decided to spend most of his time on the floor. Like he would just dive in. No, like every time the, the the player shaped a shirt, he would dive in. He would just dummy and just like <laughs> breeze past him. Watford would such an organised team though for a promoted team. I thought they were fantastic. The contrast between uh, Igalo and, and Cici was so stark. Igalo oh, was Igalo. fantastic. Some of the like yeah. he. Taught Collot a new one on more than one occasion, <laughs> and he scored after one of them. The, but the first goal the Watford scored. Mm. Um, what a soft goal from Newcastle's yeah. point of view! Like you know, well pounced by Watford. But Mike, you look at that and you think, dearie me. I mean, Steve McLaren's finding it very difficult already, and he spoke of his team not having an identity. And Shearer was critical on match today about the body language during the game uh, and before the game as well, and all this kind of stuff. And is it a case of? They're not getting the basics right. McLaren did pretty well in his first season at Derby, and then it sort of tailed off. He did well at Twente. He's he's had a, he's a bit of a mixed bag, McLaren, but he is a decent coach, and and players seem to like him. Mm. But are Newcastle are, are they more in need of a Billich, a guy who's very intense, comes in, g's everyone up? I mean, the the, the worry for West Ham is by Christmas they'll all be emotionally drained, and they might drop well off. Mm. But um, but it's it'll be one hell of a half a season. <laughs> but hopefully not. But you know, would Newcastle be best better served by um, a manager like that, or or is it to do with the manager? I'd just look at that and you think. Is it Ashley? Is it all coming from the top? <laughs> I just think it's that policy of buying young. Our best seasons were, were when we had slightly older players. Obviously, Kabai came into his own and mm. stuff. But like um, when Teote was was really, really sort of hammering down walls, he was fantastic the first season we had. And we had someone just sitting in front of the back four that we really needed. All right, we were hemorrhaging goals every now and again, but we're not we're not scoring goals. Yeah. Three goals 
in however many matches, and our, our, our most attacking player is a right back. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but Watford were great though. They were fantastic. What they I love about fantastic. Watford is. None of it makes any sense. <laughs> people go on about stability of football clubs. They said this on, on the TV, and I'm sure a lot of other people have said it. The manager comes and goes, the players mm. come and go. It's working. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, was it under Zola maybe, where they got to the playoffs? They, they, they were close there. They obviously got promoted last season, and they've had a great start to the Premier League where people thought they might be the whipping boys. It's early days, but they've had a great start. Well, let me talk about like a, a, young, a young team and stuff. Like, the, the team not know each other at Watford, and they seem to be able to sort of smash out results. <laughs> that seems to be the, as soon as people get to know each other, as soon as people start to make friends, you're out. Yeah, get someone else in. Well, it's certainly no use having your captain just fall on his arse all the time. It's like, what is that? Oh, what? He's our oldest and most experienced head, is it? Brilliant, yeah. lovely old job. I think Igalo and Dini up front as well. I mm. like that. Two um, strikers attacking players. Great partnership and good understanding. And and it's it's a kind of for me it's like that kind of almost Shearer and Suttony kind of thing where one doesn't mind if the other one scores because Dini's not getting the yeah. getting the goals at the moment, but he's certainly supplying a lot. Mm. Yeah, he's putting a lot of work. Mm. Um, yeah, incredible stuff. More football chat after this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing-nothing result. Craig Brown, welcome to the Football Ramble. He doesn't say this is Craig Brown. He says Craig Brown. <laughs> Craig Brown. I asked him to I say. His, I asked him to say his name, and he did. <laughs> Craig Brown will always deliver in a way. Um, yes. What about Bournemouth? Let's talk about something upbeat. Yes. Matt Ritchie with an absolute peach. The twisting. Yeah. What form? Twisting. Like, oh my word! He had such a small. Oh, a small postage stamp to uh, to hit, and he just he just angled himself. Like you talk about some of the best volleys in, in the Premier League and in, in the top flight of English football. You know, someone like Yeboah, mm. he had a lot of room in front of him, and people were just backing off and backing off. And mm. you know, Rooney scored a couple like that, but that he had so little time to hit it, yep. and so such a small space to hit it into. Oh man. Instinct, Love that goal. Instinct is stronger than reason. Beautiful. According to the Baywatch theme tune. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a beauty. And it's one of those goals where you think to yourself, like, Sunderland fans would probably be watching it going, oh, 
I, ju- I wish we were anyone else other mm. than the opposition fans today because we'd love to get involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they probably think that most away days, to be honest. I mean, they are struggling big time. They're having a, they're having a stinking time. Did, I think did, was it match of the day said third season in a row Sunderland have failed to win their first six matches. Don't I'd, say it was such a gleeful glint I'd in go, your eye. I, if I was a Sunderland fan, just, you're just down buy, there with them. Just buy a second half. Uh, you know, you can just get a cheap um, second half uh, match day ticket. Is that right? The second half of the season. The North East is not representing itself very well in the Dreadful. Premier League. Dreadful. Yeah. What are doing, right? Yeah, they are. In the championship. <laughs> but Dick Advocate said after that he'd be looking at his position and said today that if someone's there better for the job, he'll, he'll step aside. Mm. Well, look at how many chances um, Defoe's missed in the past few weeks. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me that he's not saying, can you score those? Can you put those away, please? Yeah. Like, because you've bought a player who mm. is a a very convincing striker, yeah. knows how Anglis runs, mm-hmm. and is excellent uh, both in the air and on the floor, and you know, one-on-ones and stuff like that. But he's just not putting away the goals. That head read fluffed yeah. uh, halfway through the match. It's just like, oh my days. That's, yeah. He was even surprised. I know it was offside and stuff, but Defoe didn't know that. Goodness me. Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? I mean, I, but but um, again, we always do this. We always sort of go in, whatever the hot-button topic is, we always go, oh, Sunderland were crap, Sunderland were rubbish. But Bournemouth won that game more mm. than Sunderland kind of lost it. Um, 37 years old, uh, Sylvian Distan on the on the Lovely. field, beautiful. Lovely. Oh, if you're going to start against Sunderland, he's only a few days younger than the manager. That's yeah. what I like about that. Yeah, that's class. That is. <laughs> I, I, I was down in Bournemouth um, the other week, actually. Um, look at you know down by the pitch and mm. all that, and it's incredible to think that's a Premier League ground. I think yeah. you said this when QPR went up because yeah. Loftus Road's quite small. It's only about. Ooh, 20,000, something like that. Bournemouth is 11 and a half. <laughs> you know, it, it is tiny. And what I love as well is the, um, and forgive me if I've said this before, but the away bench is just a, a, like a plank of wood almost. Lovely. It's I not, like that. It, I don't like the motor racing seats. A bus stop is luxury compared to the away bench <laughs> at Bournemouth. And I cannot wait to see Van Hal, Wenger, Mourinho and all, all crammed in there with all the subs in the back room. Stuff. Love it. That's going to be class, that. But like Dan Gosling really did stand out. Apparently he ran more than any other Premier League player ever. No. Since stats began. Shush. Since, well, I mean, I can't imagine the running stats have been. I think um, the, the, the noughties or something. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, still, that's a for that's a Dan Gosling, a 25 year old forgotten man of Premier League. Yeah. Not too bad. It's a lovely bit of work. Well, mm. I would I'd finish the Sunderland chat there just by saying um, to Dick Advocate the quote from uh, Wesley Snipes' character in White Men Can't Jump Listen to the woman. Listen to the woman. Should have retired. Wow. Should have retired last season, Dickie boy. Um, but there we are. Uh, Aston Villa, they lost at home to West Brom. Berahino with a crafty one. Mm. Celebrated with great enthusiasm. Well, if, if that didn't go in and it went out, everyone would have been super annoyed at him. Yeah. Because he basically deflected it and he didn't <laughs> really know where it was going. He's saying he stole the goal. Um, he's, a go- he's a goal staller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sherwood. He's, uh, I'm thinking Luke's they. prediction is... Uh, Oh, don't. He's, we don't have to do this. He's not here. It's I fine. Know. All right, fine. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but yeah, a, a great win for West Brom. They, they, they hope to kick on now, surely, mm. because they've got decent array of forwards now they've kept Berahino. So um, it'll be looking, interesting to see what Pulis can do there. Um, see if they're, they're scrapping away come the end of the season or, or indeed they're mid-table. Or even better, you never know with old mm. tone. Uh, Stoke 2, Leicester 2 was a good game. The Foxes never know when they're beaten. <laughs> and I love what Ranieri said. When we play desperate, that is our way. It's In other almost, words... It's, it's almost not worth scoring don't bother with your Leicester tactics because they'll come back at you you've got to get the last minute goal yeah. play for a last minute goal you just shut up shop Leicester won't know what to do and then try and bombard them in injury time something like that they're just three points off the top they, they didn't get their pizza and hot dogs though 
I know. Was it gonna, for a clean sheet? For a clean sheet, they're yeah. going to get pizza and hot dogs bought by Ranier. That's not that's not football or food, is it? it Goodness isn't. me! What I liked uh, Wes Morgan's uh, back pass. I do oh. like watching the the captain of a football team mm. fart himself inside <laughs> out, <laughs> and instead of getting like a stoic game face on and go, you know, the best players don't beat them. He, he, he head in his hands. Yeah. Oh, it, it really was, wasn't it? <laughs> do you know what? It's funny. One was Stoke. They've got a decent squad, and obviously a lot's been mm. talked about their their signings well, and what. Not. But they've only picked up three points. Well, One more than Newcastle. Well, especially so as how like how everybody laughed at um, Ranieri coming in at Leicester. Yeah, it's like you know the yesterday's man and all. Like it was mm. just like he's doing really well and uh, yeah, and, and 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 Stoke just aren't sort of um, providing any sort of uh, yeah. I wouldn't worry about their fans. Of course, I wouldn't worry about Stoke. Obviously, they had a great season last season, and, and surely they'll uh, they'll be back up there soon enough. But it was good to see Boyan back and uh, scored a lovely one, mm. a slip and a slot. It was very nice. It was delish. <laughs> Went on and just stroked home, or a slip and a stroke. Yeah, if you pardon the expression. Um, but uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, it was a good game and Vardy as well. I've not, I've not seen a team this this season be able to stop him from getting a shot away. Doesn't always score, yeah. but he'll always get a shot away, and that's exciting. Get him on the plane, mate. Get him on the plane. I don't like him. He's a tip. But... All oh, right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> he upset one of your countrymen. He did. The naughty bugger. Now, uh, oh, let's uh, wrap up. But before mm. we do, though, Southampton two, Manchester United three. Martial, eh? Not looking such a silly buy now, is it? He's still Me? got a long way to go, you. <laughs> and everyone else. He, uh, he tweeted a picture of his daughter with uh, his Man of the Match trophy. He's 19. I mean, he's a multi-millionaire, but he's 19. Yeah, and a father. Bloody hell. Mm. Bloody hell, mate. Prolific everywhere. Yeah, prolific. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Gary Neville was saying this. He just looks so composed and yeah. so calm. It's like he's been doing it for years. <laughs> What's all the fuss? Yes, I'm worth that much. <laughs> now let me get on with it. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But with him and De Gea in the side, you think they're looking more the part. Yeah. Keeping De Gea was so crucial. Often... I think to myself, if a player wants to go, oh, he, he's going to go. Most just teams let him fall go. a bit when stuff like that happens. Yeah. Look, look at, I mean, that said, I mean, Berrien had scored a shitty goal to this week, but mm. things like that can really overshadow the start of, uh, of people's seasons. But they haven't. They haven't indeed. Straight back in because they're pros. That's why they're they bloody are pros. Bloody professionals. Matter's goal came after a forty-four pass build-up. Just got to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> There's Van Hal's philosophy. <laughs> Soon enough, he's going to say, "Yes, it's my team." Oh. And then he's going to think, did Crap. I say that too early? Uh-oh. Then when they've secured like the Champions League spot or whatever. The backside will fall out of it. Yeah. <laughs> when it, when, when they're, if they're challenging for the title and they need to win, I don't know, by like two goals or something on the last day, when they score the third, yeah, it's my team. <laughs> <laughs> Mine now. <laughs> Mine now, I'll have that. Indeed. Um, right, should we go to the, the, the championship? Oh, yes, please, mate. Um, Brighton, they drew nil-nil away at Wolves, but they have 20 points from the first eight games this mm. season. I like Chris Hewton's um, honesty. He said, I couldn't have envisaged such a good start oh, again build yourself up man not a man you know he's not blessed with confidence that lad is he he's been chewed up and spouted so many times this is well it's not my doing yeah <laughs> it's probably Van Gaal's team I don't know oh this is his team that's a bit of luck <laughs> yeah I think that they're looking great they've they've flirted with uh, with the playoffs and promotion in mm. the last few years maybe they could kick on maybe they'll bloody well kick on I like, the, I like the Israeli lads Hamed Yes, he's he scored a few he's a, goals. He's a proper target man. And Kazenga Lualua, mm. brother of Lamana. That's correct, yeah. Lua well, he went Lua. years ago, he, he went years ago and uh, I, I always liked him, but again, one of those sort of Newcastle players that flirted with the first team but never really got his chance. Mm. And then he hurt you. And then he hurt you. He'll come back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Middlesbrough won away at Forest. A classic championship tie, that. Both teams won't like that I've pointed out it's a championship tie. <laughs> but, you know... 
Not yours. There was a good uh, tweet from Fred Sorder. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, Ayala, obviously formerly of Forest, told the borough keeper where Lansbury was likely to hit the penalty, and it worked. Ah. He, saved, he saved the penalty. That's <gasps> nice, that. Super. That's Love that. Little, yeah, that's good, yeah. that is. I was watching something with Rio Ferdinand um, the other week, and he was saying to Van der Sar in the Champions League final... Was Van der Sar there as well? What? No, no, it was the Champions League final. You Moscow. said you were watching it with Rio Ferdinand. No, I was watching something that happened. With Rio Ferdinand was on the screen. Good. I shouldn't have to clarify you this. You should. And uh, <laughs> don't get in the way of the story. <laughs> and uh, he was telling Van der Sar to dive a certain way in the, mm. in the Champions League final. And Van der Sar, he said, fortunately, didn't pay any attention and dived the other way and saved it, and they won. <laughs> what a horrible story that would be if that hadn't happened. But Ferdinand said he was absolutely crapping himself because he would have been up next for the p- next penalty and he said his legs were gone. He was just absolutely knackered. <laughs> so he was like, seriously, you've got to save this. Unfortunately, he did. So he's quite Excuse you, mate. Go left. Yeah. Oh, he went right. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> you've not helped us at all here, Rio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dearie me. Um, so, yeah, great stuff in the championship. Uh, league One. Mm. What about Burton? They won a 1-0 away to Swindon. They're top of League One. They were promoted last season. This is the highest they've Ridiculous. ever been in their history it's <laughs> glorious when you hear stuff like that and who's at the helm Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank Marcus I hate to steal one of your stats but 65% win ratio yeah wow how's about that since <laughs> taking over as manager I know that's fantastic <laughs> he, um, he good in the box and good in the dugout uh, yeah because he was a good goal scorer. There's nothing right. rude, nothing I, saucy I was, there it's just, I, yeah you're a bit funny with the entendres am I yeah I'd say uh, you know <laughs> 65%. You can't bloody argue with that. You really that's, can't. That's fantastic. In other League One news, mm. Peterborough have appointed the magnanimous Graham Wesley as their new manager, <laughs> which uh, is, is, is lovely. Apparently he does a lot of his dealings over text message. That's what I've been told, which Doctors. is exactly what you want yep. from your manager. Um, the no cha- one's ever got in trouble for that before. <laughs> the chairman... <laughs> no, not those kind of dealings. Right, OK. The chairman has already had to come out and defend his decision. That's how uh, unpopular that is. He does have pedigree in the football league. He took Stephen obviously from Conference to League One. But um, I'll, all I'll say is this: Clark Carlton in his autobiography apparently recalls a moment when Graham Wesley was appointed manager at Preston North End. Wesley's first words to the team were, "My kids don't call me dad; they call me medal winner." Jesus, that's just confusing. Okay, Mister Winner. What, what else to call you, <laughs> Mister M Winner? Oi, medal. Oh, my oh, winner. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. We look forward to uh, we look forward to events unfolding at Peterborough. <laughs> League two. Mm. League two. Late Norton, They're still top. Fine start to the season. Just one point behind them are Plymouth and Portsmouth. Ah, oh, the one week Lucas and here. <laughs> Isn't it tragic that he's not here and we talk about Portsmouth? I know. I think this is the first time this season we've talked about Portsmouth. They're still unbeaten after eight matches. There it is. Should we play Mike Oldfield's Portsmouth? <laughs> Which I think was re-released for an FA Cup song, or at least written for an FA Cup yeah. uh, final. That'll teach him for slacking off during the season, old this, Lucy Moore. This is what Portsmouth sounds like. If anyone's never been to the uh, south of England, it's uh, it's it's as bad as this, really. It's dreadful. <laughs> Imagine Pan's people dancing over yeah. this. Crap. Um, so there's there's the Portsmouth roundup. <laughs> there we go. Just uh, just for Luke as he's as he's not here. Mm. Um, shall we go to League? Uh, yeah. Shall we do that after the break? Okay. Then let's do it. All right then. Hi, I'm Frank Dubov. Are you listening to the Football Ramble? Foot Football Ramble. What a dude. Nice what that. a dude. I see you've matched the Frenchman there with the French League. Yeah, yeah. damn right. Unintentional, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> Have not named me buttons. 
they are completely blank. Always name your buttons. I could be pressing anything. Marseille 1, Leon 1. Mm. Matthew Valbuena was at the centre of things, it's safe to say. <laughs> um, he left Marseille for Dinamo Moscow and then returned to France with the Leon. and the Marseille fans were angry. Talking about a transfer overshadowing oh. proceedings somewhat. <laughs> wow. That effigy they hung of him. I find that really disturbing. Uh, and then yeah. I was reminded of the one that the West Ham fans did of Beckham, which is even more disturbing, because <laughs> it was more lifelike. Horrible, I, horrible stuff, this. Um, yeah, but I mean, effigies. Yeah. Uh, how did they get it in? I think they're all in on it. The feet were too big, the for, feet for were starters. Too big, I didn't like that business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like a weird set square. Do you think they did that because, to make it, just to remind people that this is just a dummy? Because <laughs> yeah, if it is a bit like that. Ac- yeah, this isn't looks- actually a public lynching. Yeah, you're, you're quite right. You're quite right. Yeah. Were, so we'll give them a bit of credit there, shall bit we? Bit of credit there. Bring all- Right, so next time, bring all the effigies you want. Uh, bring darts, mm-hmm. um, explosive devices, anything you want. Yeah. Marcus Speller says it's fine. Um, uh, fine. <laughs> You'll edit me and say it is anyway. Yeah, so, uh, it's fine. Well. The match had to be stopped for 23 minutes in the second half because of glass bottles being thrown at him when he was taking a corner of Albuena. How did they? How did they not know it was the effigy that they were throwing next at? Ah, ah it's unacceptable. Put, put them, put throwing them glass bottles, other. no matter what the target is, is unacceptable. Right. Okay. Uh, in any in any arena, in any walk of life, especially a football one. Uh, what if you are recycling? Well, they shouldn't put the bins. They <laughs> so should put the bins away. closer. Put the bins closer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, what, uh, even the Marseille players were getting stuck into him. <laughs> Al- Alessandrini was sent off because he put a reducer. And it's like, you can't all hate him that much. It's one of the situations where you just have to say, it's all just a big shame. Correct. Correct. And he, he had a chance at the end of playing and he didn't quite do it. And I thought, that would have been utterly glorious. In fact, probably for the sake of his own skin, he didn't score because he'd have been chased out of there. My goodness. He could have hid inside his own... Effigy as protection. What hung himself? No, you, you could just grab all of it and, and wear it like a protective suit. Ah, oh, so it's mean. his dimension. His feet would have been fine. The feet would have been fine. <laughs> could have run away in one of the feet. It's true. Dreadful. It's very true. You see, Pogba's penalty. He did one of those um, little babby run-up ones. He does. Oh, did he? It was lovely. Ah, oh, excellent. Well done, stuff. him. Excellent stuff. Yep. Marvellous. Right, let's go straight now, without further ado, to the highlights of the week in correspondence with Pete Donaldson. Thank you, Marcus Speller. Yes, Peter. And the rest of the assembled <laughs> throng. You hear me? <laughs> Come on, we're nearly there. We're right, doing we're well. Right, we're nearly there. Right, uh, this is uh, from uh, Alex Eggs. Hello, Alex Eggs. Uh, we've, spawned, we've spawned to Alex Eggs. Eggs, Eggs, Eggs email I think you might have done a, yeah, um, a, guess, a guess. Stop it. Hi, Ramblers. This is a story which may have slipped under the radar from a few weeks ago, though apologies if the always excellent Kelly Wells covered it. Has he emailed him with a yoke? No. Nan- Nance, is it Nance? Nance. Nance, yeah. Nance. Nance goalkeeper Brees uh, Samba uh, had his driving licence suspended a few weeks ago after a collision which wrote off both cars involved in the early hours of the 1st of September. Tests showed that Samba was over the limit, but the following day he contacted the local paper to tell his side of the story. After a night out clubbing and drinking uh, too many drinks, Samba claimed that a randomer offered to borrow his keys to drive him back to Nance in his car. After the collision, the mysterious driver reportedly jumped out of the car and fled into the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving Bryce dazed and in the passenger seat. Whether oh. it's the worst excuse ever for drink driving or an unbelievable misplacement of trust, I, for one, will be keeping tabs on the adventures of young Bryce Samba. If that was Tino Asprey, I'd believe it. What I like about that is that 
I don't want any mistakes in this show this week, yep. especially with the highlights of the week with Pete Donaldson. Yes. Because it's my name above the door. Damn right. So I did try and corroborate that one. Couldn't find anything, just typing in Bryce Samba and car. But Bryce Samba voiture did give me the story. So ah. stick that in your pipe, knowing a bit of foreign look. L- lovely stuff, yeah. that is. But by the way, it's not, you should check out on the Ramble website. We'll have a website roundup soon. But the, the Czech Republic midfielder, David Limbersky, mm. crashed his car. Right, so I mean, he could go to prison. It was, I think, it was drink driving. Yes, he tried to leg it mm. away from the coppers. Who he crashed it in front of a load of policemen. Um, he, First mistake. He there was then stripped of the club captaincy. A few days later, scored for Pilsen and celebrated s- simulating driving a car. You can't buy class. <laughs> You, ca- you can't buy class. Absolute head case. Carry on, sir. <laughs> uh, a couple of uh, highlights of the week. Luke from Cardiff. I love this one. Go on. uh, I don't really have much to contribute, but when watching the highlights of Stoke versus Leicester... <laughs> That's no start to a highlight of the week. I know. I noticed that Danny Drinkwater looks a lot like Lee Harvey Oswald. Ooh. Honestly, Google it. It's ideal. Scott Perdue says, uh, my highlight of the week has to be hearts putting the nerves of everyone who saved them from bankruptcy on their new shirts. Clash from the Gorgie Boys. Damn right. Uh, Andy Armsley says, uh, I liked one of Pochettino's assistants losing his shit when they subbed off Son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had a great time, Son. He's a good addition. To yeah, I'll just bash these really quick. Yeah. Uh, Dan uh, Lorenzato Lloyd, my flight leaves at uh, half past three from London. Will I have a lovely new ramble to listen to in time? No. Andy Brassel <laughs> says, what's Pete and Marcus's views on the Stone Roses continuing to gig after Rennie and John Squire left? Oh, it's like oh, 1996 I can't stand the Stone Roses. Uh, Lewis Pollock. Aberdeen game winning streak, leaving them comfortably top of the SPFL. Uh, Down with that Celtic thing. Careful now. Yeah. Uh, Have you got a couple? Well, my own one would be Totti scoring his 300th career goal at Roma. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Daniel Sturridge playing for the first time in a while. That's right, yeah. Yeah. We've got, we have got a couple more. I'll I'll bash through them. Andy Mills says, uh, Mark Noble trying to coach the arsenal out of wide-brimmed hat fanatic Carl Jenkinson. He just picked him up. Yeah. On the field. Amazing. Mm. Uh, Carlisle fans, uh, this is from Matt Tucker Carlo fans celebrating their team's goal with a giant inflatable penis at York still no idea how it got in the ground it's inflatable mate Johnny Whitby um, <laughs> my highlight is Can I Blue uh, giving Mike Dean man of the match for the Arsenal Chelsea game the mad trolling bastards oh that was in France yeah, yeah. it's all that beautiful yeah good uh, I got a tweet I tweeted out you know get, a, get your emails in right yeah um, and uh, people then started tweeting me I said, I've put the email address on the tweet, but there That's we are. That's fine. You know, as long as the message gets to you. One slip through the net. Right. Um, it's from uh, Jay Granger, who's, who, who's tweeted, how can we develop a coherent and ecological network despite threats of urbanisation of the nation? Well, it all depends on your ecological risk assessment. <laughs> Mark as many you know catchment managers since forever I've often have faced that. considerable challenges in managing ecological assets the problem is invariably it's kind of hard to figure out which are threats and uh, which are threats kind of worth taking forward which are hazards which are hazards worth taking forward which ones are going to impact what as time goes by I would recommend a twofold approach Marcus uh, an effective Bayesian network for that assessment and expert advice you cannot uh, worry about expert advice enough too often stuff like sediment transport for example it's focused upon too readily, and that can mean that we don't look at the bigger picture. There's no easy answer here, unfortunately, Jay, but uh, that's just life, isn't it? That you, is just life. You've stolen my answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's just life. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, we've answered that the best we mm. can. Um, uh, on my page, yep. Tony Cowards, the, uh, it was actually a stand-up. He's, a, he's a quite a good uh, compare, oh, as right. I recall. I've seen him a couple times. Can you mention how crap Man City's goal nets are? They need to invest in some net pegs rather than £53 million on Kevin De Bruyne. The worst uh, nets in the history of the Premiership. And it was Premiership back then. Southampton? Yes. 
Spot on. Well, they, did, they didn't have box nets. They had uh, just shot stanchions, They were they? rubbish, weren't they? They were rubbish, but I wish I'd come back because I quite like the crowd being really close. Arsenal had similar nets as well. Did they? They had close ones, I think. They didn't have box nets back in the day. Box nets came in 94 World Cup when Prince of Diana smashed open the, the um, Who smashed the it open? Not Princess Diana. <laughs> Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as... Oh, we, dreadful. we nearly got there, didn't that we? Dreadful. Nearly got over the line. Fuck it. Um, there we, have you got any more? Or are we done? I'm done. I'm All right. spent. I've got a website roundup from Okey the dokey. always excellent Kelly Wells. Mm. Highlights on the footballramble.com this week include, but are not limited to EA Sports forcing MLS players to humiliate themselves on a real life FIFA 16 skill test. That's interesting. That is a pretty good. Have, have you seen that um, FIFA's uh, new um, game that comes out in a couple of years' time? They've had to take, I think, uh, one Spanish player. Six Mexicans and six Canadians off the game, the female uh, version of the game, oh. uh, because it would have um, Jack Warner owns the rights. It would have, <laughs> it would have impacted in the uh, in their scholarship program. Oh, so right. effectively, they would have been getting paid, except that they weren't oh. actually getting paid for what they were doing. So EA Sports are having a go at them, and oh, it's all just a big shame because at the end of the day, these yep. guys are, these guys are playing in World Cups and stuff, and they're not Damn represented right. in a video game Damn because right. they happen to be uh, college funded. Are they going to do what they used to do on old games and change their names slightly? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think they're just getting old players out that, that used to play. Alon Shira, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Peter Bonsley. Um, uh, but at the moment that hilarious goal celebrations were ruined for everyone, that's on, on the Football Round website as well. Premier League and Champions League roundups, and a further sighting of Carl Jenkinson's controversial hat. Amazing. Yeah, which is what stunning and, and well worth a look. Of course, you can follow the always excellent Kelly Wells at Kelly underscore Wells, spelt Welles. <laughs> um, oh, before we go, got a little book plug. Alex Ferguson, Sir Alex Ferguson mm. to everybody, earned the title. He's got a new book out called Leading where he dissects his 38 years of management from his time in Scotland to Manchester United, and he reveals some of the key tools he used on the way. He, he seems to sort of be applying his skills to, like, management training. So that's quite interesting, really. It's not just about football. He's a lecturer, or, he, or he's done a series of lectures at Harvard mm, in the is. States, yeah. which is fantastic. So you can pick up that book uh, if you uh, want to for cash money on Audible, uh, read by the man himself, or you can get it free with a 30-day trial with us. Mm. Audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Football ramble. <laughs> <laughs> football ramble. Audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. But it is interesting with Ferguson because... Um, it's always interesting with Ferguson. Well, Marcus. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but I did think about his lectures, and I thought, you know, as you're a student, you sometimes you turn up a bit late. Would you get a bit of hair dryer? I think late. so, yeah. Would, finish it, would lessons finish on the time? You'd, Stated. You'd kick a boat in your face. You'd think <laughs> right, in the, right in the back of the lecture hall. He'd kick a pencil case in your face. <laughs> if the lesson's finishing at 12.30, Fergie time, mm. could finish at 10 to 1. Exactly. No you'd, dinner for you, sunshine. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, but definitely uh, well worth a, a flick of the page, turn of the head, whatever expression you want to insert there. Ferguson's, it's an audio uh, book, so... Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, a listen of the word leading. And I'll... You know, this section should be called ending. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Uh, we've done it. We've done it. Yeah. What What was the big fuss about, guys? They, they said they couldn't that we couldn't do it, but we have. Yeah, we've proved that we shouldn't, though. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Let's get out quickly. Uh, Bye. Before anyone any say anything incriminating. Oh, this is priceless. I pressed the wrong button. I don't. I don't have labels on my buttons, Marcus. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I didn't say if you want to get in touch, but they've heard it before. If you want to get in touch, shortthefootballramble.com, at Football Ramble. Yeah. On Twitter, follow us, and uh, we'll be back next week with our full complement of heroes. You'd hope so. Why am I finishing the show? <laughs> this is a fucking shambles. <laughs> Oh, 
yeah, forgot about rock and roll football on Absolute Radio at absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash listen. Liverpool versus Aston Villa in this season's first six-pointer. Mr. Barry Davies in the comedy box once again. Hero, legend, etc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com.